0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk As I Am. We are the host for Tujo Tutu. I am Su Siu, a Year 3 UOL Accounting and Finance student.
1: And I am Christian, an incoming UOL Econ and Finance student. We are both from UOL, but I heard we took very, very different path. You took the A-levels path, right?
0: Yeah, I took A-levels and I came into UOL. I heard that, Christian, you took the diploma path.
1: Coming into diploma, I didn't know there were any other route. And what's interesting about... Our guest today is that he's been through both, so I'm sure he can give some very useful insights as to what that experience is like. Would you like to introduce our guest today? Sure.
0: So our guest today is Benson Chua. He is a current University of Birmingham student who is doing his international studies in the UK. Let's welcome Benson Chua.
1: Hey,
2: Benson. Hi, Christian. Hi, is you. Hi. Nice having you guys
1: here. You're currently in the UK, right?
2: Yeah, I'm currently in the UK and it's 6am uh, right now.
1: For all of our listeners, would you like to maybe give us a short story of how your journey was like?
2: Mm, for me, coming to SM was not an easy decision. I actually did a lot of research, and it was an informed choice. I filled my A-levels for the first time, and then I retook it. Uh, well there were dif- improvements in the second time, right, it was still uh, quite poor. I was unable to gain entry into any of the autonomous universities in Singapore. So I even attempted to take SATs and tried applying to an Italian university. Uh, but eventually, I decided to join SIM because uh, it is, in my opinion, the most reputable private university in Singapore. And when I looked at the courses they offered, it was very overwhelming and confusing, especially when I had to understand like uh, how partner universities work, the differences in a bachelor's degree from UK, US or Australia. You know, I had worries on whether these degrees would be recognized or if these degrees would reflect the SIM logo or the university itself, if that would matter. And many questions on the quality of teaching, especially since some degrees could be completed in a very short time. So are we at a disadvantage? Do we learn less? Are lecturers overly lenient? I was quite sceptical at that time. For me, QS rankings mattered. So I made a decision based on the QS ranking, major and modules. Uh, I googled extensively on the reputation of the school, employability, graduate salary. Their reputation in Singapore, past student experiences. Where they worked at now, and even so far as to listen to valedictorian speeches from various partner universities. And eventually, I decided that I wanted to study at the University of Birmingham for its reputation, its smaller cohort, and good QS ranking. I also spoke to students, staff, and international program directors at SIM's Open House, uh, which I was very direct with my questions, asking if there was a difference for their top-up degree, but whether or not, like, That makes the degree less legitimate or why there are only lectures for three hours a day. You know, why do some programs have only lectures and no tutorials? And also asked about like postgraduate opportunities. There were any alumni that I could talk to. So apart from university partners and majors, I also wanted to know about how opportunities in SIM, about student life, about clubs and societies, scholarships, awards, and the supportiveness of the faculty. So I imagined and started planning my journey three years from then. Choosing University of Birmingham was not an easy decision since it's a top-up degree. The program is shorter, and they only accepted students with relevant diplomas or background. They didn't accept an A-level graduates. I forgot to mention earlier. I studied A-levels in Ho Chong Institution. This means that I had to take up SIm diploma before enrolling into Birmingham. So, in summary, I chose SIm because I was convinced that the partner universities are reputable. Uh, that I'm able to complete my degree in a shorter time frame and graduate the same time as my peers, even after retaking my a levels. I also have a fair chance at postgraduate opportunities in the future. And uh, now that I've been a student for two years here, I'm thankful for the experiences, opportunities and support that the school has provided me, such as meeting my friends from all around the world, connecting and networking with industry professionals, and I look forward to my final year in uni.
0: Wow, that's a very comprehensive research work you have done before entering SIM.
1: Yeah, it's very, very in-depth. A lot of the things you mentioned, I probably still don't know, so I'm going to have to do my own research on that.
0: Yeah, I'm actually quite curious, what do you think like taking a diploma after A-levels? Because it's like moving back, what do you think at that time?
2: Okay, so uh, that's a very good question, You. I, I think of it as uh, taking one step back in order to move two steps forward. Everyone, the first concern uh, would be the delay in graduation and maybe losing time, you know, when you go backwards to take the diploma. But in SIM's case, uh, taking up their 15-month diploma would save me one year in my bachelor's degree because it's a top-up program. Essentially, I'm only behind for like three months. So most students who come from A-levels would usually take about three years to complete their degree here at SIM. So from this perspective, I feel that uh, time is not really a big issue. Uh, There's not much of a delay lah. So in fact, a diploma is also arguably more useful than an A-level cert when looking for a job. And it allows me to explore some interesting specializations uh, like banking and finance, which was what I studied for my SIM diploma. This diploma then allowed me to enter University of Birmingham. And uh, that's why I would advise prospective students of SIM, especially A-level graduates, uh, to do their extensive research and decide on which degree they want to pursue determine if their A-level certificate or results is sufficient for entry uh, before making the decision to take up the diploma. There might be cases where students feel unprepared to dive straight into a degree and decide to take up the diploma, or they are thinking which specialization they really want to commit to, or if their A-level results do not make the cut. So that's why they would pursue SIMS diploma to gain entry into their degree program. I feel that all these are valid reasons to pursue SIMS diploma program, Uh, Regardless of which path is taken, can always uh, see SIM Diploma as a key to future opportunities and a necessary step to prepare and propel, propel you forward into the future. I've also considered going to a local polytechnic before to pick up their diploma. So in this case, the diploma would usually take around three years and could potentially get you into Singapore's uh, autonomous universities. To make this decision would be quite bold because uh, time is a huge factor here. So it's three years compared to 15 months. And my advice would be to do extensive research, consider what factors matter to you the most, and weigh the risks and potential returns to make sure that you make an informed decision.
0: Yeah, indeed. Actually, um, a lot, I believe a lot of people also struggle, like whether to go to a local polytechnic or like going to SIM after taking their A-level results, especially when their A-level results aren't that ideal. Is there any like particular reasons on choosing this course among all the diplomas offered in SIM?
2: Based on my understanding, SIM offers uh, several diplomas. Uh, diploma in accounting, banking and finance, information technology, international business and management studies. So the reason why I chose banking and finance was because it is specialised. And I was curious about finance. I knew that it would allow me to enroll in the business degree and I took it as like a determinant as to whether or not I would pursue banking and finance in the future. So it's like an eye-opener or a taster, you know, to a business specialization.
1: Please allow me to backtrack to what you said a while ago because I, I found it super interesting when you said that you choosing to go through the diploma program was like a one step backward but two steps forward thing right and you mentioned that your research was extensive and there must have been some point in your research wherein you were like ah this is the two steps forward that I'm looking for what is it in particular that made you decide was it the ranking was it the employability what was on your mind at that time
2: I think um the reason why I took up the diploma, it, it all uh, boils down to like me wanting to join the University of Birmingham It's uh, because one uh, of the QS ranking, it is like the top 100 in the world, so that's one. Their employability is so good. When I calculated like the time needed for me to complete the entire programme, I realised that I would still be able to you know, graduate at the same time as my peers. So I think that's also a second uh, big reason why I made that decision to go to do the diploma and then uh, go for a top-up degree with University of Birmingham.
1: This is very interesting, actually. So, as you mentioned, the University of Birmingham, they won't accept unless it's from a diploma program, right? Since it's a
2: top-up degree. And what's more, you know, um, at least for the, the, the major that I'm pursuing now, international business, you know, it's quite cool. Uh, I get to go to the UK, you know, which is where I'm at now. And I'm having quite a lot of fun.
0: Uh, so, Benson... From what I know you're a Singaporean, right? So you definitely have your national service. Then does the national service like affect your graduation?
2: For me it doesn't really affect my graduation unless I'm comparing it to my peers who are female or well, those that do not attend NS, then I'll probably like graduate two years later, right? Otherwise, uh, after A levels, I went to NS for two years and then afterwards when taking up the SIM diploma there was no like delays or like even if there were like I will be able to defer because I'm still pursuing my studies. But of course if it's during the holidays, you know, and I'm able to go back for reservice, then I'll have to still go back for reservice. But in terms of affecting my graduation date, there's not much of an impact.
0: At least like they are not that behind time as compared to your peers.
2: Correct. So I mean I think there are some students that right after O levels they pick up the SIM diploma. Yeah. Or like the foundation program. So afterward then uh I think before going on to the degree, they would first have to uh, go through NS. If I'm not wrong, before going to uni, like the guys, when they are of legal age, then they have to go through NS first before continuing uh, their education.
0: Yeah.
2: So, uh, but I don't think that really affects graduation date because NS is like a standard time, right? It's like one year, 10 months or two years. Other than that, uh, every guy will graduate kind of the same time. It's just that the whether or not there's a break in between you know, the, the, the journey, the graduation is a bit different.
0: All right. Are there like any difficulties you have encountered when you are taking a diploma?
2: Uh, I think that my diploma journey was quite interesting, actually. Everything was online, lessons, tests, assignments, and exams. To me, there was no gap like in learning capabilities. I think that, in fact, I had an age because I came from A-levels, and some of the module content has already been taught in junior college. But the main challenge that I would say is that uh, we had to learn quite a lot of content in quite a short period of time. But the examinations and test questions were very manageable. Uh, Other challenges included um, getting used to online delivery of classes, which relies heavily on self-discipline, perhaps also making friends and experiencing the student life at SIM, uh, both of which I managed to achieve. So I joined SIM's volunteering club, uh, iCare, and also SIM's photography club, while also getting to know friends from group projects, organizing small meetups. Since I'm a Singaporean and I'm a local, right? many students are from other countries in the diploma. Uh, making friends was surprisingly easy because I could bring them individually or in small groups you know, out to explore Singapore. So that's a good reason for us to bond. Yeah, it's nice to learn from other cultures, meet people internationally.
1: I heard that you achieved really highly during your diploma program. Getting into UOB, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy, right? UOB has a certain standard there's a certain grade that you have to i guess surpass in order for you to get into UOB and I'm sure it wasn't easy how did you manage that
2: I think for me uh, it's quite simple it's just three things first uh, keep an inquisitive mind stay disciplined especially during like uh, this pandemic situation where most classes are online you know lectures are recorded so there's no like physical taking off the attendance. So you have to be disciplined enough to pay attention in class and work hard. And with this, it has helped me to learn a lot and also to do well in my exam.
0: From what I know, right, a diploma is usually like more on coursework based. Then how do you change from like exam-based to coursework based? How do you manage to maintain your GPA score?
2: For SIM's diploma, it is usually split into like 40% is coursework, 60% is exam there are still examinations. Of course, there are some modules where it's more focused on coursework, for example, like those uh, maybe on communications, you know, it's project work-based. So those might not have an exam, but there will still be an uh, assignment, you know, for us to do. Um, how I manage is for the assignments, the so-called 40%, uh, try to score well, uh, do your best, you know, give your best effort because you have time to take home, to do your research. For the exam, just do consistent work, pay attention in class, do your revision, if it's online exam, then I guess it's a bit lucky because it's a uh, multiple choice. If it's offline exam, then you know do your practices, consult your teachers when you have any doubts, and uh, I'm sure that you will be able to do well and achieve good. Do
0: you have like any advice for the people who are taking diploma or going into UOB?
2: I think first, uh, you have to do your research and decide which degree you want to pursue, and then, uh, for those doing the diploma. Um, thinking of which you need to get into after doing your research you have to decide whether you want to pursue a like a degree from the uk the us or australia it's a bit different like for example uol is heavily focused on exams. it's only just exam based then for maybe uob mine it's a mix of exam and coursework depending on the modules so so it's a little bit similar to the diploma but yet also different because there's a lot of essays to be written, you know. The rigor is different, the standards are also, like, different. So advice that I would give for Diploma students is to do their research, to know what you want, understand your own learning style, you know, understand what suits you. If possible, go to houses, talk to the program directors, the professors, uh, look at the modules, and then, uh, yeah, make your choice on which degree you want to pursue and have fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I know that you have studied two years in your VRI. Any plans after your graduation?
2: After my graduation, I would want to secure a good full-time job, hopefully in the banking and finance industry, to travel. And maybe, you know, to start thinking about my... starting my own family in the future. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Adulting, adulting.
1: You're approaching towards the end of your SIM journey, right? Are there any, like takeaways or any memories that you hold really dear okay
2: um so i have a few takeaways first uh shout out to all my amazing international friends that i've met Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. Myanmar, cambodia Mm -hmm. taiwan hong kong indonesia philippines and korea you know i didn't expect to be able to meet so many people from so many different countries and uh these friendships and memories will always stay dear to me and second, I uh, would like to appreciate the SIM staff, like you know, Miss Karen and Miss Tian Tong from Career Connect, for their dedication towards helping countless students, including myself, to transit smoothly into their careers after graduation. And lastly, um, my probably most memorable takeaway is uh, to my newfound best friend in SIM. Uh, you are the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always shout out your best friends, right? That was quite a lot of content to, I guess, digest. That is the end of today's episode. We'd like to thank you for listening and thank you for sharing with us your experience, Benson.
2: Thank you, Christian and CCU, for having me today. You know, it's an honor to share my experience. If there are any questions, you know, maybe the students can contact me. You know, I would love to share more about my experience with the students in SIO. Yes,
1: so I think that is it for today. That's a wrap. We'll see you guys next episode. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye.